Welcome to episode number 168 of the Canadian Prepper podcast. We're doing a pre-recorded episode for this Sunday since it's the Canada Day long weekend. Hope everybody enjoys this uh, fireside chat with the casual preppers. Canadian Prepper Podcast. Tonight, I'll be the host. I'm Alan, safety trainer, first responder, security expert, and overall safety nerd. Hey, guys. I'm Brad, Eastern Ontario, part-time amateur prepper, constantly trying to better myself. I'm Scott, a first responder from Ontario. I like learning things, and I don't trust our fragile infrastructure. <laughs> and tonight, we have two very special guests. Yeah. Yeah, we're Cam and Kobe, casual preppers. Uh, we podcast and we make fun of everything. That's what I appreciate about you. <laughs> True. <laughs> if you want to help support the show, keep the Canadian Prepper Podcast on the air. Buy some swag. We have both the Canadian Prepper Podcast t-shirt and the super wicked cool tactical Velcro pack, which you can see on Scott's screen right now. You can get those both at www.prepperpodcast.ca. All proceeds help keep the lights on and the backup generator fueled. We have some casual content for your dirty little ear holes in this episode. <laughs> We're going to start off with some recent news, update our personal preps, and then get into the main topic, the casual conversation with the casual preppers. So, so first up in the news, in there. I uh, I found one I found one article that was not about um, gun bans, shootings, and elections, and that was that a Florida man was attacked by an alligator at a pool. And every time I see Florida man, it makes Did me laugh. Win? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't say. And that's the best part is that we, oh. we will never know who won. If we all win. Our news. <laughs> I don't blame you. We have news up there. Mess, we have some messed up crap. <laughs> <laughs> I would use our news as well. <laughs> what's, uh, so what's, what's going on? What's going on in the world today? Then I guess is a better question. Yeah. I don't know. That is a good question. Actually, we were we actually just podcasted today and we do a segment called Mad Mad World. Um mine today was about blood rain over in uh the <laughs> Middle East. I don't know if you guys saw that. It's not a ritual or <laughs> so basically they're having this huge dust storm that's just like taking out people. There's the the hospitals are just plagued with people who can't breathe. A bunch of people have died. But they're getting what they call blood rain because there's so much red dust in the air from the these dust storms that the rain looks like blood and i just thought that was the coolest Sounds thing i've ever heard apocalyptic it's like yeah. it's like apocalyptic stigmata that's uh, exactly totally. yeah. yeah so yeah. that's pretty cool yeah <laughs> it is cool i suppose as long as you're not the one that's in it i mean i don't it's not cool that the people are dying from this but the blood rain part is pretty cool the name it's kind of like it's kind of like monkeypox, right like it, it's yes. it's really cool to think of until it happens to you like until you get monkeypox. yeah, yeah like what what 
is there at least a cool story behind the monkey pox? Like how, how is it that you probably not you, one you will want to know? <laughs> yeah. Is it something that we're willing to share? Cause there's, well, there's, there's that, that, uh, that whole theory that it's a sexually transmitted, uh, um, condition now right so it's yeah uh, yeah it's actually transmitted from monkeys or by monkeys or two monkeys i don't know uh it, i've learned just enough about it to make fun of it and not enough to have a real opinion <laughs> <laughs> i've honestly completely ignored monkey pox like a bunch of people keep asking us about it i think like, i had monkey I pox like back in 2020 <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean it's, it's, it, they already had it from everything i can tell it's basically shingles and it kind of sucks and then yeah, you, you you take an antiviral and it goes away, um, or you don't and you're just itchy for the rest of your life. Ooh, that would be a horrible symptom. Maybe that's what they call it, monkeypox. You're just scratching yourself, jumping around. That's true. It's, it's some <laughs> that pleasant. makes sense. Craving bananas. Yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> I want to eat a banana? Can't stop itching. My armpit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be crazy. Scott, what's, what, what's new in your world? Uh, oh, I've just been doing a whole bunch of work, getting ready for a fishing trip, um, and uh, we have some uh, new house guests here, so we're, we're excited to have, uh, have them in town. So, Fantastic. Yeah. I guess that can, uh, that can roll right into what we've done lately for preps. So you're, you're preparing to leave, is that right then, Scott? Uh, I'm preparing to leave, and we were preparing the house for house guests. <laughs> so. And are you preparing to come back as well? <laughs> Are you just yeah. going to go on a fishing trip and it's like going going for milk and you'll come back in 30 years? Well, that's kind of my thought. Wander <laughs> off into the woods with, you know, a knife in my teeth and a fishing pole over my shoulder and, uh, yeah. you know, when my kids graduate college, maybe I'll, I'll come and see them. Your first skin cap on? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> how, about, uh, how about you, Brad? Um, I've been doing, well, I've had for a while now, some, uh, home renos going on. Uh, I had Good kitchen cabinets, had kitchen cabinets put in on Saturday and the countertops are going in on this Saturday. And then a lot of work, just go, go, go really, really busy time for us and, uh, in deliveries and logistics. So, uh, I've been working, 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 working. Let me That's guess, this was 2% your idea, 98% your wife's idea. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Other way more around? About, more, more right about 50-50. Wow. I just, That's I what a healthy marriage is years. like. I put a floor in and put, yeah, I, I've been doing a lot of house stuff and it's been heavily my wife's. <laughs> I've been doing what she wouldn't tells it be me. nice, darling, if we did if we did this yeah. too? Yeah. This floor and this ceiling and this house looks old. Can we redo it all? No. <laughs> and I end up doing it all. And how about you guys? What uh, what have you done lately for preps, Cam and Kobe? Um, that's a good question. I've been I've been working on uh, building up my freezer uh, stuff, my freezer food. That's something that's I've sort of let go for a while, so I've been building that up. Um. We just recently did an episode today, actually. We were, we were talking about kind of like an extended EDC stuff, EDC kit. And so I've kind of been working on blending my extended EDC into kind of a get-home bag slash EDC. So I've been just thinking on it and trying to figure that out. So that's what I've been doing. Yeah. Not I've super been, exciting. Mine's like organizing. Just I feel like I have stuff everywhere. I want to have stuff more organized, and then it just keeps getting more and more unorganized you know it's like ugh, that's my thing 
And that seems like it's been going the same plan I've had for <laughs> several years. years. Yeah. <laughs> Got to take it apart before it can go back together, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, it's, it's, a, it's a pre-inventory. Absolutely. Pre-inventory, and then it can be stored. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, yes, entropy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Never stops. Uh, <laughs> I, I listened to your guys' podcast today. I, I had a long drive. Oh, and nice. I quite, uh, quite enjoyed it. And uh, while I agree you have, you know, you can have a get home bag or an everyday carry bag. If you're out somewhere and things go horribly awry, whatever you got, whatever you got. So your everyday extended carry is what you're going to have to get home with. So yeah, yeah exactly. You know, maybe I don't have uh, hiking boots in it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. whatever you have is what you have. That's kind of mm-hmm. the. That's yeah, true. It is funny, yeah, because we think we talked about that. It's like sometimes as preppers, we're like, oh, no, no, this is a get-home bag, so you can't have this. And, oh, no, 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 this is a bug-out bag, so this needs this. Like, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's all gear in the end. So yeah. if it's working for you at the time, if it's working in that emergency, then, hell, who gives a crap? It's it's good gear. It doesn't matter what you call the kit, right? Yep. Doesn't We don't necessarily need to, Absolutely. Get, to get too far into labels. Yeah. Uh, and for myself, I've done absolutely nothing. I uh, I broke my ankle on Thursday or on uh, oh, yeah. Saturday, so I've been in a boot cast and uh, hobbling around and um, basically just surviving. Down. Of course, my my wife's been traveling for work as well, so I'm I'm quite literally alone uh, and have to do everything myself, which is uh, um, well, I don't like doing things myself anyways. And then <laughs> being forced to and being forced to do it while hobbling is uh, is a little bit. Uh, Little, little rough, but um, it has it has been a great test of my uh, test of my 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 preparedness activities. In mm-hmm. that I can't drive because it was my right foot, so if I don't have it, I can't get it. Mm-hmm. And so far, uh, I I want for nothing, which is uh, which is a good you know a good you know seventy two. Well, I guess we're in the hour ninety six now, wow. uh, like a ninety six hour test of of what I have on hand. So. Um, <laughs> If you want to make it a more thorough test, I can come over and like pull your electric meter and turn off your gas. And you know, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, we've got thunderstorms moving in, so there's a good chance I'm going to lose my power, anyways. Oh, I love thunderstorms. <laughs> oh, I do too. We've had uh, I've had three power outages in three weeks here. We had a tornado blow through uh, three weekends ago. Uh, missed my house by about uh, about a mile and a half, and uh, flattened some power lines. We were out for about forty hours. Wow. Um, and yeah, three uh, three weeks in a row, three thunderstorms, three power outages. Uh, and this is May. We usually don't, well, I guess it's June now, but we don't usually get that until like July or August. We don't usually see that kind of weather activity. So uh, the fact that's happening now is um, indicative maybe of how, how our summer's going to go. At least there wasn't blood rain. <laughs> At least it wasn't blood rain. Uh, again, look yeah, on the, the bright side. Look on the yeah. bright side. Yep. It's, uh, that's across the sea. Yeah. <laughs> blood rain. That's... Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna remember that because that's uh, that's you'll know it when you see it. As yeah. long as it's not I, my blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> that's the case. You're doing it wrong. It's funny with thunderstorms <laughs> and stuff. I'm always like, "Come on, power, go out! I want to see." Yeah, how well? And then it goes out, and you're like, "Crap!" <laughs> uh, this isn't I as actually, fun as I thought. Now I actually have to go do all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, that was kind of what happened when. Uh, so I'm a I'm a volunteer firefighter here, and we uh, like power went out, and about three minutes later, I got my pager went off, and I had to go running, and I was gone for six or seven hours. So it was really on my wife with you know the kids home and and uh, and some fr- and some of their friends over to to kind of keep things keep things rolling. So it was it was a really good test of. Um, Prepared does the gener- does the generator start reasonably without having to really know how to start a generator and. Um, 
can we run the you know does the do the cords reach where we want them to reach so that we can keep the uh, you know keep the generator far enough away from the house that we don't have you know we don't have exhaust blowing in and all those all those good problems so um, it was a great little test and I don't wish to repeat it yeah but now I know that I can <laughs> yeah thought you were gonna well, bring up carbon Alan, monoxide and hit my I I was dan I was dancing around it and then I left it so Kyle, when you hear this, it was not me, and it was eleven minutes and twenty-five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that's on my to-do list is uh, very airline-style flight checklist uh, to s hook up and start up the generator, so that if I'm not the one doing it, it's easier for someone else to to jump in and sort of just go step one, step two, step three, and get things up and running. I think that's a way good idea. I think so, that's, a good idea. that's that's a fantastic plan. Well, um, you know, I'm uh, probably going to do that and laminate it because that's who I am as a person. And like, uh, well, and that's why we're friends because that's exactly what I'm picturing is you know, <laughs> laminated <laughs> colored paper with the step by step. Little, little um, picture, like pictures on it with like the with like the little arrows, and this is what you yeah. should do, and this is what you should yeah. see. Yeah, this you know this switch with the arrow. Um, <laughs> my wife would still call me and say this doesn't shoes? work. Yeah, no kidding. I'm going to Pinterest it. My wife will see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and what, one of the things we discovered is that um, because of, because of the, the widespread damage, even our, even our phones didn't work. So wow. we didn't have, we didn't have cell access. We didn't have data access. Even if we had power, our internet wouldn't have worked because uh, where we live is, is, you know, slightly left of the middle of nowhere. And we have to get our, we get our, our internet from an antenna on the roof that pings off the, water tower the next town over um but the water wow. tower didn't have any power so it was it was like there were there were a lot of there were a lot of things that were failing there that kept us from jeez that, that so like, we were just having emp and be like yeah we were we were completely offline for, for six hours yep canada uh, sounds like that, a wonderful place it does sound like a wonderful oh. place you know <laughs> in, in, the, in the winter you should come visit i would love to beautiful. i've been to canada yeah, you went to we're, 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 went we're in to Canada because yeah. that's that's like that's like saying I've been to I've been to the U.S. but that you know it's such a such a big yeah. continent. Right? I went to Banff, part. Canada. Banff, once. That's, it was beautiful. Beautiful, love Alberta. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Haven't been there I, yet. I've got uh, well, yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to visit. It's only it's only like a three day drive from where I live. Is it? <laughs> yeah, I live when I lived in Seattle. I always I regret not going up a little further, make it up to Vancouver or something, but never did. Well, I mean, Vancouver is, you know, the big cities are typical big cities, you know, mm -hmm. that's, and that's just, that's just how it goes. And windows you know, and buildings. Yeah. That's it. I, you know, the big city, the big cities are, are, you know, the, 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 the big cities in, in Canada are not, are no different from the big cities in the U S that I've been to. Um, I mean, I'm about two hours from Detroit. So I, you know, I hop over there on a quasi regular basis. That's a nice place. I love, I love Detroit. They've got, yeah. they've got hockey and they've got oh, well, baseball yeah. and they've got, the place where you know RoboCop was filmed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, it's, yeah, it's that's actually right, it's like right it's under, right worse under the bridge. RoboCop. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. they actually had to tidy it up for Roto RoboCop. Yeah. Yeah. It's painting a bunch bad. of stuff. It's making it look yeah. nice. Actually, real no, so it's I, I've made it back from Detroit, and that's the that's the important part. Oh that's, yeah, I, I consider that a success. You survive anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like D Detroit and Toronto are not that different, you know, in, hmm. in, in, pra in practical. Really? Yep. They're, uh, they're both about two hours away. They both have a lot of glass, a lot of buildings and a lot of people asking for money. Wow. 
beyond that, it's a slightly different accent, and, and that's how yeah. this place sucks. Right. I'm gonna go up to Toronto. Yeah, <laughs> Toronto sucks. I'm going down to Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, where where I live is back kind of, and forth. I, I can I get, up here. like Detroit, Toronto, and Buffalo are all kind of you know equidistant to me. So uh, Buffalo is probably a little there. different, though, right? Yeah, I, I've I've never actually been into Buffalo. I, I go near it, um, but I, like across at Niagara Falls, and there's um, heard there's a lot the, of snow. The bills are the bills are like right there. They're not they're not far not far off the uh, off the highway, but it's not right into the town. So uh, that's yeah, sports it's, called football. For football. That's, that's the ones. So actual football. There are yeah. other sports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm, and you know that's that's one of the you know those 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 subtle differences, right? Like, um, I was at a Tennessee Titans game in Nashville a few years ago, and there's like ninety thousand people there, and you can't you know if you're up in the if you're up in the nosebleeds, you can't even see the field. Mm-hmm. Um, a really big, really big, well packed, you know, hockey hockey arena will hold maybe ten thousand people or twenty thousand people if it's oh, really yeah. good. So it's like more intimate. It's it's way more intimate. Like you can you can hear the guys on the field swearing at each other on the ice swearing at each other compared mm. to, you know, you have no idea he's actually on the field at any given moment. So <laughs> yeah. And it's it's I think that's probably a population difference, right? Because you know, Canada's second largest landmass, but we have, you know, under forty million people in the country. So yeah. uh, we're we're really really spread out. Like our, our population density is is nothing by comparison, right? Whereas you've got like four hundred million Americans that are, you know, all sitting on top of each other. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it, it, you know, it's it, too crowded. <laughs> and like our our so like our biggest city, right? Toronto Toronto is the biggest city in in Canada, um, and the Greater Toronto area, including like all the municipalities around it, is like seven million people. Wow. Right, which is which is nothing compared to like the island of Manhattan being twelve million. Mm-hmm. Fun fact: yeah. the New York City Police Department is bigger. Just the just the New York City Police Department is bigger than the entire Canadian military. Wow, <laughs> the whole military, <laughs> the entire Canadian military. <laughs> oh my yeah. god! Yeah, there's like there's something like thirty five thousand in, in in the in the Canadian military, wow. uh, like all all three branches. And the New York City Police Department was like when I just at like just post nine eleven was like forty two thousand people or something. Wow, yeah, yeah, it's it's that's, crazy. You know, the uh, the West Edmonton Mall, uh, the biggest you know biggest mall in Canada, the West Edmonton Mall. It's it's you know still half the size of like what is it, the Mall of America? Where is that in? Yeah. Uh, uh, it's in Minnesota, somewhere. Minnesota, Minnesota, yeah. Um, so the, the the West Edmonton Mall had like had like a, has like a water park in the middle. It's it's that that level of big. Um, mm-hmm. Has three submarines in the in in the mall. That's how big it is. The Canadian military, <laughs> one's not enough. <laughs> no, the Canadian military has two submarines. <laughs> But, there's oh, one on, one on, one on fact, each coast. Submarines are very small. Yes, <laughs> but there's still three of them compared to two. Yes, there is still three of them, but they are very small. No, that's crazy. It's no wonder you guys are so nice to everybody. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> you got but, but there's there's also no there's all, there sorry, are sorry, also aren't riots in the streets saying Canada Satan. You know, that's true. That's right. Canada. Nobody <laughs> says that. Like, yeah. Oh, hey, those guys are pretty all right. We like them. Yeah, we say, yeah, sorry. They, we yeah. say sorry a lot and offer up our syrup to the world and, and everything. Exactly. You, know, you sort Thank of hear you about too. people traveling and they find a Canadian flag put on their backpack, so they get mistaken for Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's there's a there's a long running theory. You can tell when when Americans have put Canadian flags on their backpacks because they're so much bigger than the flags that Canadians use. 
Like usually when we put a flag on our pack, it's, it's pretty small. But when yeah, Americans put a Canadian flag on their pack, it's like it's it's huge. The whole pack. It's like yeah, an yeah, like the whole pack, and they're yeah. So, uh, yeah. So there's uh, you know the, the subtle differences. So yeah. I had I, I didn't I didn't prepare a whole ton of like interview type questions for you guys, but I did want to ask because we're both you know we're all podcasters here. What have what's something you've learned over? Was it like 157 episodes or something and a whole bunch of mindless banters? And what, yeah, what actually, have you learned? I just saw today we have 250 total episodes. We just 250 got 250 total. Do we really? Yeah. Just did that. Wow. Crazy. That's amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. Good what have we learned? Guys. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, thanks. Yeah. What have we learned, Cam, over 250 episodes? I mean, I think several things. One thing is that <laughs> there's a lot of experts out there. Mm hmm. And they're just waiting to correct you on anything you say. So that's that's <laughs> one of the things I've learned, and I've come to just love. You know, um, as far as prepping goes, I think I've kind of learned that you know, prepping doesn't have to be done any one certain way. Um, a lot of people kind of think it does, like this is the correct way to prep. But uh, or I've, there's a like a definition, like yes, exact definition mm -hmm. of prepping. But you know, I've kind of come to the point where it's like, you know, it's very individualistic, like it is kind of a personal thing with prepping, you kind of do it the way that makes sense for you. Um, so that's one of the things that I think after a while, I've kind of evolved into that, um, you know, and then you're just not going to please everyone. That's that's the last thing I've learned. Um, and you got to learn to kind of come to grips with that and just do. And I think that's kind of when we finally started to actually catch some momentum is when we decided we're not going to care about what anybody says we're just gonna get on the mics we're gonna yep. do our thing and uh who cares and so those are the few things that i've learned fantastic just throw caution to the wind and this yeah. is us and if you don't like it then there are exactly 400 other those are, those are good lessons yeah those are yeah, definitely good lessons like who cares what anybody else thinks you do you i'm mm -hmm. gonna do me yes. i see you on the road hey how's it going Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, you're not wrong. I'm not wrong. We're just kind of doing our thing. We, we all do it a little bit differently. And that's yeah, our thing is like, man, we don't care how you prep or, or how you want to prep or what you want to talk about with prepping. We want you all to kind of be involved in the discussion, you know, yeah. because I think everybody's got something to teach everybody. Everybody's got something to learn from somebody else. So that's kind of our I biggest agree. thing. Oh, and then also just like, have fun with this, man. This is a lot of this stuff we talk about so much. is so serious, right? Like it, I already love what you guys are doing because you guys are having fun. You're joking around with it. A lot of times you get to uh, prepper media, you know, YouTube, and they're just so damn serious all the time. Everything is like, it, we're all going to die. So we got to do this. So we all don't die. Right. And, you know, have fun with this because it's something that if you're going to keep doing what you're doing and prepping, you've got to enjoy it. And so that's we all have worries about it, but yeah, it's just like enjoy the things that you can do and control. Yeah. So sure. I, well, that's great. I mean, you, we know ne you're never going to get out alive anyway, so you might as well have fun with the process. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. There, there was one of your podcasts where one of the listeners made reference to a different Canadian prepper. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, talking about sort of that exact <laughs> doom and gloom craziness. Yeah. Uh, I didn't bring it up. You did. Well, uh, no, that's fine. I just want to sort of, you know, that, that's not us. We're, we're the yeah. same happy, no. uh, happy go lucky. That's fantastic. You know, we sort of make fun of ourselves because, mm -hmm. well, well, saves everyone I, else the trouble of doing it. I think it's the right approach. Honestly, I really do. And, and, and after I just said, there's no right approach. I just, I feel like it's a, it's a better approach for me and for cam anyways, you know, 
uh, you get too serious. It just, uh, I don't know. Never stresses you out. <laughs> yeah, you get stressed out. Like for me, prepping is an anxiety relief and I want it to continue to be that way. But for some people, they get so serious and they get so worried about every tiny little thing that's happening in the news that it kind of takes them down that doom and gloom spiral. And then they go to that, those clickbaity things on YouTube and it's like never ending. It's like every video is we're all going to die. You better watch this because we're all dead in like 15 minutes, right? Every single video is like that. Yeah. And so I don't want it to be that way. I want it to be like, I'm excited to listen to whatever topic this is today. I'm excited to learn about it. This is fun. Um, and during this process, we're going to get a little more prepared for something that might happen. Exactly. You know? Well, I mean, a while ago, I got super, super burnt out. And I, mm -hmm. I knew I was getting burnt out of prepping um, yeah. because I watched the movie Don't Look Up. Uh -huh. And all, this, all of a sudden, I'm worried about asteroids. I'm like, okay, let's be practical. <laughs> Yeah, that's not something I can prepare for. No, it doesn't matter how many trampolines I put out on the lawn. <laughs> Scott, Scott, Candy Entire two weeks ago had a big sale on trampolines. I totally walked by it. I laughed my ass <laughs> off. My wife says, "What are you? What are you? What's so funny? Inside joke. Inside joke. Inside joke." I I stocked up on trampolines. They were on sale. <laughs> yeah, I go in and out of like the worry. You know, mm -hmm. there'll be times I'm like, man, I don't have enough water and food. And then it's like slowly, well, I'll be putting a little bit more together. And then I jump off from that, you know, the worry goes away and I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm good. I'm good. And, and I think to, to steer a, like clear of the doom and gloom, like you said, really, it's not going to drive you anywhere. Yeah. It's not going to put you in a better situation than if you're just like, I am worried. I'll get a little bit. And then it just kind of calms down and. Yeah. In and out of that. Well, that prepper burnout thing is real, man. That's for sure. like so real. I think I'd burn out way more if I was terrified. All yeah, that I think that leads to it more often. So I think kind of keeping that lightheartedness as you're doing it. But also, I mean, we're it's serious. It's serious things that we're doing. We're actually really preparing for things. But yeah, just not not getting into it. It may get you into it. Yeah, like quick, could, but the yeah. long the longevity is not going to stick. Like you're saying, oh, no, no, no. Or you turn into you know the doomsday prepper guy that nobody wants to hang around because, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? That like did nothing for us. No, that didn't help a whole lot. It didn't, right? It was entertainment. I mean, that's all it was when it comes down to it. But those those people didn't necessarily help more people come into the preparedness no. community in a way that was really a good thing. Well, and <laughs> we guys, we had a big windstorm come through here. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, and there were sixty or eighty thousand people that still didn't have power mm. a week after the fact. Wow! So long. we kind of pivoted gears and said, "Hey, let's do a back to basics episode to yeah. just talk about generators because obviously that's going to be a really popular topic right now." For sure. Uh, yeah, you know, we've done episodes where we've talked about sort of our origin stories when we've started thinking this way, mm -hmm. um, and you know, so we just as a service to the the world as a whole, if we sort of put out some good information or <laughs> not terrible information, I guess, <laughs> um, you know, that makes the world a better place. The nice thing is it's not a competition. If my neighbor yeah. has a kick-ass generator and an amazing garden and a huge food supply, that's better for both of us. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah, I always say that. It's, that, like, that, it's, that, like that it's like being chased in the woods by a bear, right? Where you're, you're with your best friend and, and he looks over and says, you think we can outrun him? And, and you say to your friend, I don't have to outrun him. I just have to outrun you. Yeah. <laughs> if, if my neighbors really were prepared, I don't really have to worry about it, do I? 
Well, that's the thing Cam and I are always talking about. That's part of the reason why we do this. You know, the more people we can get into prepping, the better it is for everybody around that person, you know? Um, so that's, that's half the reason we do. Yeah. Like, and that's, that's kind of how it started, right? Like we're, you know, the, the, our, our podcast was, was, I mean, it was started by, you know, another first responder and, and mm-hmm. we have, you know, our, our like emergency management Canada is a, is a ministry within the, within the government that, um, that, wants every Canadian to be ready to be self-sustainable for 72 hours. Mm-hmm. If not longer. It's, if not longer, right? But if you, if you start at 72 hours, if you More think you're ready long. for 72 hours, right, for three days, then realistically you could stretch that out to a week if you really had to. It might not yeah. be pleasant, but you could. And so, you know, it, it's if, if the government is telling you that this is a good idea and reality is telling you this is a good idea. And usually when the government says something, you want to do the opposite, but even a broken clock is right twice a day. And Hey, help is coming. We just gotta, we just gotta bridge the gap. And I think that's, that's the, that's the thing that we, we've always kind of focused on is, is bridging the gap until kind of normalcy returns. Mm -hmm. And I think it's fantastic. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's way more fun that way. I get to, yeah. I get to, I get to buy all the cool toys and I actually get to use them and play with them rather than just put exactly. them away and, and, and hope I get to use them or hope I don't get to use them at some point. Uh, but it's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's it, half the fun, man, of, of prepping is all the fun gear you get to play with, man. You know? So I, I know one of the, one of the things you guys, you guys talk a lot about is battle box. Yeah. And I, I don't want this to necessarily become an ad for battle box because we can't get it in Canada at any kind of. I actually tactical. think they just got. Canadian shipping. Yeah, I, I was going to qualify that with with any kind of uh, with any kind of practical application. Okay, because <laughs> okay. so one of the realities of, of being Canadian is that we have a tenth of the buying power of Americans, so things are yeah. already more expensive. Sure. Shipping across the border is painful, like yeah. horrifically <laughs> painful. Crazy. So so although I could order it, um, I'd be spending double what you would. Yeah, that's tough. And then the and then the the thirty percent exchange on top of that. So, Mm -hmm. um, it's I'm sure it is doable, and I'm sure there are people out there that 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 would. And, um, Mm -hmm. but I know, and I'm jealous that you guys can that you guys get your battle boxes. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite piece of kit that's come out of that's come out of of being a being a casual Mm -hmm. prepper? Wow. It, like from BattleBox specifically? Well, I not necessarily from well, BattleBox specifically, but just kind of in in general. I mean, if you if you want to shout out BattleBox, that's cool. But if not, <laughs> okay. um, like I, I know you guys get a lot of gear as, yeah. you know, as, as part of your sure. as, as part of your journey. And what's like if if you had like one thing that you could keep, what would it be? Um, for me, yeah. the one thing I always come back to, I really love the um, BioLite makes some really great gear, a lot of solar, really great solar gear. But they have the BioLite Solar Home Six Twenty. It's such a fantastic uh, setup. So basically, it has how many lights does it come with? Do you remember? Um, it has three lights. Three lights plus three lights plus, plus the, the base unit. Yeah, so it's a base unit. Um, it has really long cables for all of these lights. They all have switches that you can kind of mount on the wall, and it has a solar panel. Um, and how much is that sucker? Do you remember, like two hundred bucks or something? It is now. Yeah, yeah like two hundred bucks. It was like one sixty nine. Yeah. And I, just for me, you know, if power goes out for so more like than a day or two, you, Canadian. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know. Maybe like four fifty by the time you get it. Yeah. So, anyways, yep. that that thing has been really fantastic. It's one of the my favorite preps that I have. Uh, just a really simple uh, lighting system for you know a power outage, long term power outage um, that you can keep 
keep the lights on in the house, you know, for relatively uh, cheap. And it's really, really simple to set up. So I like it. Yeah. No, that's great. I, Cal, we've gotten so much gear. That's so hard. It's a hard, it's a hard so, one to answer. Super yeah. hard. I, I'm um, going for the tough questions here, guys. I know. That man. is a tough question. Hard hitting. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'd say a piece of gear that I probably never would have bought on my own that I always take with me camping is it's an outdoor edge bone saw. And I mean, I've used it for everything, cutting PVC, mm-hmm. cutting like obviously wood branches. I've used it around the yard. I've used it in the garden. Like it's crazy how useful like a tool like that is. And if I'd have to say that's something we received is in a bottle in a battle box and mm-hmm. I take it with me everywhere. Yeah. Not to work, but <laughs> well, and then like something like a, a Leatherman Skeletool, it's something that I use so often that I kind of have to put up there. It's like one of my favorite EDC items. I carry it with me probably half of the time. Yeah. I would probably carry it with me more, but I have so many damn knives that I want to, you know, switch them out and try right. them also. Uh, the Skeletool, the Leatherman Skeletool, is a, it's a fantastic little EDC item that I think everybody should have one. Yeah. I think so the only just, uh, just of, Oh, go ahead. Your uh, BioLite 620? Yeah, BioLite Solar Home on, 620. Yeah, on Amazon, mm-hmm. from a Canadian website, Amazon, 47780. Mm-hmm. What? And then add 13% no tax on top of that. No Wow. Wow. I know they became like, like sold out and everything from, yeah. so that might have jacked that, it Yeah, it could have changed it, yep. Probably COVID. Wow. Messed it all yeah, up. There's, I, there, I my site here says there's six in stock. That's wow. it. Yeah, they, they were pretty popular. That's pretty cool. Oh and yeah. If there was a if there was a piece of kit that you you got and you thought was cool but turned out to be completely useless and you would never use again, like something mm. that we could just completely avoid. What's that one fire starter that we get all the time? Oh, the Instafire. Was Hate it Instafire? Instafire? It's garbage. Yeah. Is yeah. Instafire. Instafire is not my. Is it Instafire? I can't. remember. We've used so Probably many freaking fire starters. Other. I think it's Instafire. Let me All see right. if I can look it up. I don't know. God, I'm trying to think of a piece of, you know, I'd have to say some of the uh, um, like GPS equipment and stuff I never really used. Um, I don't know. Yeah, Instafire is is a, a fire starter that's actually really really popular here. But um, there's so like all I felt like every one that we've had besides yeah. is better. There's just so many other good options that I, I wouldn't go for it. All right, that was a bust. It was a bust. How about you guys? Is there something you guys have used that have been it's been horrible? Um, I, I wasn't prepared question. to answer questions. I was prepared to ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the tables are turned. <laughs> No, I, uh, I, I, I actually, I got as a, uh, it was, it was a, a, a gift, and it was something that I was, I was told to try because it was gonna be really cool, uh, mm-hmm. and it was a, um, it was a multi-tool um, that was designed specifically for locksmiths. That's my trade. I'm, I'm a, I'm a locksmith by trade. Oh, uh, it was no. designed specifically for locksmiths, which just means that it has like a number two Phillips screwdriver on it, and. Um, and a couple of flat blades and just a little a little pokey thing mm-hmm. uh, that has a, a specific name, but everybody in the world just calls it a pokey thing. Yeah. Um, and it was a great concept, but really, really poor execution. Yeah, um, had nothing specifically to do with the podcast. Just that that was a that was a thing that that was mm. given to me. And um, 
it goes back to to using you know investing in quality gear right like that leatherman i've had a leatherman um that's gone in my tool bag i've had it for easily 25 years yep and it uh it's still as still as functional as the day i got it and and you know the blade the blade's a little worn down because i keep resharpening it and using it but um otherwise it is uh it just it it does exactly what i need it to as opposed to something else that was designed to be specific and a little bit novelty and it's Mm -hmm. uh it was you know excellent concept but not a not a great execution yeah some of those gimmicky things just don't work out no they don't I, I learned long ago, you buy good tools the first time rather than buying the crappy exactly. tool, you know, getting frustrated by it, throwing it out and still having to go buy the good tool. Um, you know, I had a, a great little flashlight that uh, sort of mounted on your chest and points down. So, but it was this plasticky thing and it took absolutely nothing to get smashed. Whereas, you know, you have a nice sort of aluminum metal body flashlight and you can mm. drive a tank over it and it's going to, go just fine so yeah I, I see value in buying good good gear the first time <laughs> right see, Al, I'm, uh, I'm i'm opposite of you you have a leatherman i have a gerber mm. that i've had oh, for so i've, I've never years. and i've never had a gerber that i liked <laughs> oh, this one this one i got for free from somebody in uh, in trade shows oh, he was getting out of he was getting he was leaving the trade shows when i was coming into them and he gave me his Gerber multi-tool, and it was the the, the flick. It slides out the end, mm-hmm. and oh yeah, all of the all of the different things lock open on it, and I can still operate it to this day with one hand, and it still works very very well. I've had two Leathermans, and I didn't like them. Well, yeah, I think I, I've got a Gerber and I have a SOG I actually, multi-tool. I actually have the but. Gerber in my in my bag right now. You know, I'd have to say one of the biggest busts is the SOG baton. Yeah. I kind of hate it. Have you ever used one of those? Like the I S1 have. baton? Like is it cool. sort of an ASP style? It's like it's the, the little needle nose type pliers kind of slide out. But if you put... It it slides out and then it breaks in half and it like works like a regular um, set of pliers. But like you, if you put any pressure, it mm-hmm. sli- it wants slide to slide back, back, in. back into the handle. It's just super annoying. Was that the S one baton? Right. <laughs> I had the S three. Oh, the S three. Okay. Yeah. S one, S two, S three. I don't know what the difference mm-hmm. is. I don't know. Either. One will pinch your fingers. The other one. <laughs> we'll pinch yeah. two fingers. The other one will pinch three yeah, fingers. Two fingers. <laughs> three fingers. <laughs> But yeah, you, I mean, you learn that stuff and you learn what you were going to take into the wilderness or put in your bug out bag by using these different little tools. So, and that's, it's one of the things we, we talk about a lot is, is check, like test your kit, use your gear. You, you really do need to. Like you, you gotta, it's, it's one thing to, you know, mm-hmm. to take something and you buy it and you throw it in a bag and you hope that you can use it when the time comes. And it's quite another thing to, to actually go out and, and play with your toys and man it totally is we um i don't know if you guys have seen this yet but we did do we did a a kind of a separate limited kind of episode podcast we put out this year called bugging out and as part of that we actually cam and i went on like an overnight bug out kind of in a simulated bug out and we took our audio recorders along and, and kind of talked about the process but going through that whole process of actually bugging out into the wilderness and setting up camp and all those things boy you 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 see where your deficiencies are you see what uh what type of gear isn't working you see what type of gear is working so i think it's a real that's exactly what i think you should do as well as you actually need to get out 
and use this stuff and, and actually implement your plan in some way where uh, you see what goes right find and what goes wrong. And find yeah. all the uh, absolutely. Is that on your Spotify? Um, it's on it's on Spotify. It's on iTunes. It's everywhere. It's just called Bugging Out. It's basically it's a five episode. It's way different than what Casual Preppers is. This is like a really kind of highly produced thing. It has music beds and it has voiceover and sound effects. And we've done um, we like I said, we did this simulated bug out and we it's had not some as interviews. lighthearted as our other yeah. stuff, but it's a little more. It's yeah, it's it's better instructional or yeah. It's it's kind of a deep dive into bugging out and all the things kind of that entails. We talk about bug out bags and bug out vehicles and things like that. Blood rain into blood the world. Rain. Yeah, all those. <laughs> we don't talk about that stuff. Um, but no. yeah, like I said, as part of that, it was us actually going out and, and implementing a bug out plan and using our gear. So it was pretty eye opening. Very cool. And and so what did like what did you learn from that? Is that was you you obviously took some lessons away. Yeah. Well, the biggest thing was the funny thing. It, it hardly ever rains here uh, where we're at. We're kind of in a mountain desert, and literally the day we went to go do this, it just poured. I mean, <laughs> just like, absolutely <laughs> poured. And so like the spot we go to was like uh, the, it was just coming down like a yeah. waterfall, like the road. That was the biggest thing. You, you're making your plans, and did you think about this weather? Did you think about you know something like that happening that you have no control over? Um, and so that made me rethink a few things in my bug well, out we bag. Had, yeah, we had rain gear stuff, but we yeah. still got wet. Like, yeah, it's still. If you really, <laughs> that was a big that was a big lesson for sure. Um, yeah. Yep. And um, I think there was a couple other little things like with some of the food we took, and um, cooking's always tricky. Like yeah. you, you learn what's efficient to cook with and mm -hmm. pot stoves and like we had what's that tex teg stove teg mm -hmm. teg stove yeah yeah it, it, it's, i think that's what i always have like an eye opener of how to prepare food is always a lot trickier mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> oh and that's kind of the the old rule right an army marches on its stomach if you can't keep the can't keep the troops yeah. fed nothing nothing that much else matters so, yeah so yeah we all get we all get pretty cranky when we get hungry and tired and then you throw a stressful stressful yep. incident on top of that and that's uh and a terrible I think, I think food yeah <laughs> if, you, if you're throwing terrible food on top of that i think uh like, this tastes like garbage it. i'm not motivated yeah, yeah i'm just not motivated to do anything because what's the point you know at least at least if i if i go somewhere else if i do something else then i get i get the good stuff but if i'm stuck here doing this then who cares <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah. maybe that's just the fact of me talking but <laughs> <laughs> The, the, the motivational aspect of a, of you know a little handful of Oreos is probably uh, probably a lot more to give credit for. Oh, absolutely, man! All I need to give you is Oreos. Pretty much. Yours are supplies over there. I'll do. I'll do. I'll do pretty much anything for for good cookies. You know. Wow. So no Klondike bar, right? Eh? That's a different. That's a different question entirely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm much more about the drumsticks than the Klondike bar, but mm, yeah, I, found I agree. Point. But um, if, if we're if we're in a place where ice cream is an option, things are not that bad. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I yeah. agree with that. Completely. Right, that, that's well here. above FEMA's IHOP scale, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, wa the Waffle House scale. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say the Waffle House, yeah. not IHOP. Yeah, Waffle House. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're well above the Waffle House scale there. Mm -hmm. if we've still got ice cream at home. <laughs> uh, you guys have done a whole ton of episodes. Um, you know, sometimes mindless banter gets a little, little off topic, but I mean, it's yeah, always random. Fun. That's yeah. why it's mindless. 
Well, exactly. Uh, I mean, in terms of your your whole catalog of episodes, what are some of your guys' favorite episodes, either for uh, funny or educational or learn something completely different? Like, what what are some mm. some that kind of stick out from from that collection for you guys? Yeah, one specifically kind of always sticks. Well, a couple of them do, but one we did an episode called Civil Defense. Yeah, that one. Was um, cool. I love that, that was really really fun. So we kind of went back over old, you know, in the United States, the whole civil defense thing, and we went back over the history of it and how it started and, and where it went throughout the years. Um, that was actually a really really fun episode to do, and we played a bunch of old audio from all those civil defense films and um the radio spots and things that they showed so that one to me was it was just fun something about it was, it and was it's like just, a history yeah like you learned a lot of history and it applied to prepping and yeah survival and stuff so that one was really really fun for me um and then the other one i always come back to when somebody asks me well which one should i listen to and i i need probably need to go back and listen to it because it's been so long but the concept of it is something that I think it really resonates with me and that it was called your personal apocalypse. Um, so basically that's kind of our, the way we look at prepping is always being ready for your personal apocalypse. It's not like this, this huge uh, blood rain or in, over the entire world type apocalypse. It's something that's happening in your life. And that those are the things that you should really be preparing for, which is, you know, job loss or a medical emergency or your car breaking down or the power going out in your neighborhood. Like those are the things that, like always happen to everybody at some point in their life. So those are the really important things to kind of be ready for as, as a prepper. So those are the two that kind of stand out for me. Usually. Yeah. That's funny. Cause when people ask me, I'm like, Oh, go listen to our surviving aliens. Oh yeah. Surviving. Like aliens. Yeah. It's, it's like so <laughs> way out there, but it's pretty, it was fun. Like I had a ton fun. of fun doing that one and we were dying just <laughs> of the things that you can find online that people are like pretty dead serious about. Like yeah. it, it was, it was, that was a fun one. Mindless banters do get, fun. I liked the nuclear episode just because like, I didn't understand much about how the plants worked and what the risks were. And so I, I learned a lot. So I had fun with that one. The nuclear meltdown, episode. nuclear meltdown, yeah. like surviving a nuclear meltdown. Yeah. Can I put you guys? you guys on the spot for a, uh, for a quick and dirty medical tip? And then I'm going to ask oh. Scott, who's a paramedic to do the same thing. Oh, hell. yeah. <laughs> I don't have to worry about it. So it's going to be cam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Put him on the spot. That's a good idea. Yeah. Go ahead, Scott. <laughs> All right. So when you have a serious bleed and you're putting on a tourniquet, you are not putting it on tight enough. Quick and dirty tip. Crank it down until it is incredibly uncomfortable. Give it a second, and then you need two more cranks because once that muscle starts, once that muscle starts relaxing, all of a sudden the pressure you've just built up is going to be less, and it actually takes a couple more cranks to keep it up at that sort of high level um, stop arterial bleeding pressures. So that's a good one. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a good one. I don't, you know, I don't know. Speaking of that, like, I don't know how information kind of got out there that tourniquets do more harm than good because, you know, they, they they did a study showing that there wasn't as much tissue damage. I mean, you're going to bleed out. Like, it's just, anyways, <laughs> so I think that's a great tip. Um, uh, mine would probably be, God, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, man, there's so many different ones. Um I don't even know where to go with that. 
It's just so much, so many options. Yeah. Um, one, one thing. What? Go ahead. No, I was going to say the. It's so interesting how stuff finds its way into sort of medical folklore. That oh yeah, turnkey's bad. Your leg's going to go great, gangrenous and fall off. Uh-huh. And you know, shining a pen light in their eye is going to cause an epileptic seizure. And, <laughs> yeah, you, know, you sort of see these all things. these like. Yeah, life-saving things don't happen because people are too paranoid. Well, but it, it's so interesting looking at medical education. Yeah. And at, uh, at one point, I was training a group of first responders, and uh, we were doing like a splinting station. So, like, we had all our splinting gear there. We didn't sort of have everything else. So, you know, in the scenario, it's like, okay, all right, we're going to do a set of vital signs. And I grabbed, put my two hands around the patient's bicep. I made the sound of a blood pressure cuff going, all right, 120 on 80. Good. Let's keep going and split. Didn't think a thing of it. You know, I sort of thought everyone understood, like I'm just mimicking what we would do with a blood pressure cuff. Uh, until, until during the exam, I watched someone, you know, sort of reach their arms around, squeeze the bicep and say, yep, the pressure's 120 on 80. Oh my God. <laughs> It was such an educational moment for me as an educator to sort of see like, as an educator, you know, having to convey my intended message obviously did not get across in that moment because, uh, so it's very interesting that way. So when you look at how little stupid things sort of become medical folklore and you start backtracking and no one has any idea where it came from because you know in some first aid class somewhere you know someone did a silly thing and it just you know spread virally so yeah uh, it's oh yeah that's great (laughs) it's true it happens it's crazy how how much of that distorts people's thinking well i think that's that's something that happens in in every field overall right like we've i'm sure we've 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 seen that you know things that we believe to be true until you actually go out and try it and then it doesn't work and and uh and, and then you go well wait wait a second where did i learn that where did i where did that actually come from and you heard it from a friend you heard it from a friend you heard it from a guy who swears he saw it happen and yeah well, now all of a sudden now now all of a sudden we're you know we're up armoring our our vehicles against bigfoot attacks in the in the pacific northwest and that we right. should be doing that well, obviously, <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it's wrong to up armor your vehicle against people <laughs> attack, but I'm, I'm saying the likelihood's probably pretty low. <laughs> yeah. but, I mean, just sort of going off your point, Alan. You, even medically, you sort of go back in literature and you look at uh, stuff that you know we take as absolute fact, and you you dial it back and like, yeah, we give epi during cardiac arrests because that's what they did in a dog study in the '60s, and we've just kind of <laughs> kept doing it, like. Um, yeah, like, like, like normal normal saline for massive for massive trauma, right? Well, if that's what we have, that's what we have. <laughs> <laughs> Knackle is a wonderful drug. <laughs> Knackle. Yes. What is this drug? Sodium chloride. <laughs> oh. Normal saline is salt water. Is uh, yeah, it's it's good. For, it's good for cooking pasta and, and keeping blood pressure up. <laughs> Start IVs, you know. <laughs> yep. 
Well, I mean, you know, in, in this, in, you know, in, and there are some things that maybe we could go back to, you know, things that worked well in the past. I mean, we used to give cocaine for a lot of things as, uh, as, as a treatment. And I, I, for one, am on board with returning to those ways. <laughs> it's still used, just not as much. <laughs> And I, I hear ENTs using it, use it a fair bit. <laughs> you can, yeah, actually. I've heard this. Yeah. We don't have any in clinic. Somebody took it all. Somebody took it all. <laughs> we, we did, and then we went to I've do it. I've been taking how to use it. <laughs> I swear, boss, it's a clinical study. It's, I, I, yeah. I promise this is going to be peer review. <laughs> There's like four guys waiting to review it with me. So. <laughs> um, in terms of, okay, so we asked, you know, what some of your favorite episodes were. Um, you very much enjoy some of the internet trolls coming back on you and sort of being experts on whatnot, uh, you know, yeah. whatever. What are some of the biggest curveballs that have been thrown at you or thrown back at you uh, during your your podcast history? Curveballs. Uh, as far as it, like uh, internet trolls coming back at us? Uh, internet trolls hey, or yeah. just... Uh, yeah, Topics that just didn't end up going well, or oh well, it's always guns. I mean, always. Guns. There are so many experts on guns, and like like Cam and I, we, we've got guns, we use guns, but like we don't make guns pre our prepping right. There's a there's so many people, especially in the United States, obviously that when they prep, it means they're going out and getting ammo. That's their prepping, right? And tons of them using yeah. tons of money. <laughs> yeah. And just so, buying ammo. I so, have a brother-in-law that's that way. Yeah, we just aren't experts in guns. Um, and we've done several episodes where we have discussed them, uh, you know, at length. And that's usually when uh, it starts coming back at us. Yeah. Uh, guns and then also bug out vehicles is another one that really there's so many experts on on automobiles that those two. We, we honestly avoid. Seven Dodge Tradesman, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah we we just we avoid those to be honest with you yeah. because it's not worth it it's just yeah. not worth the the emails and messages and dms right <laughs> so probably some the third most thing has been somebody Peanut criticizing guy. some aspect on medicine you yeah know? it's like i'll hurry i'll hurry and do like a video just showing like maybe like a suture one real basic and somebody will chime in you know you didn't load the needle right or yeah, you're not going to do that when mm. it's this kind of laceration. I'm like, it's not the point. Like, <laughs> horrible aseptic technique. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm like, it's a video. I'm, like, of course I'm, I'm, I'm stitching do up it. a banana. What the? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but then again, it comes down to your point. It's like, I saw him stitch up a banana. Then I can like, they maybe you should be using every little bit of detail, or they're just going to start mm -hmm. doing things the wrong way. Yeah, there's always a critic on those like everybody's a far better expert in the same field. Yeah. And the thing is we've never in, in any of these episodes said that we are an expert at, at anything right. ever. And that's the whole point of our podcast is that we aren't experts. Um, so we're casual, the, the casual denotion. You know, they forget that. And we're obviously, we're really good at going out and finding information. And obviously, we've learned a lot over six years of doing this. But our whole thing is, is we're gathering a whole bunch of information. We're bringing it back and we're kind of giving it to you in an entertaining format. Like, here you go. Right. This is it. Um, and well, we're just, we're not the experts. Really? If I'm learning how to suture from a YouTube video, then like I'm already in a really bad spot. Yeah. If I screw it like, up. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's really more on me than on anybody else. Well, right, at least yeah. you still have internet at that point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. very good point, Scott. Very good point. No, that's why you have to I learn have, ahead of time. 
I have a very important question for you guys. Right. What is your opinion on wood gasifiers in <laughs> in prepping? Like, like I, I realize uh, this is probably beyond the, the casual scope, uh, but it, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's on it's what? That, what was it? Wood gasifiers. Um, yeah, I think it's very, very important, and I think we should all be talking about it pretty much every episode. <laughs> <laughs> we were thinking we were going to do a spinoff series that's exclusively uh -huh. wood gasifiers. So, I mean, if you guys are interested in coming okay. on, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll have you on here. I would like. We're definitely like, that's right up our alley. <laughs> So if you want us on there. Yeah, there there aren't, aren't a lot of commercial manufacturers of wood gasifiers out there. There's oh, yeah. books and you which pretty much have to build your own and yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I trust you guys with welding sticks. That go just fine. <laughs> I've welded once or twice. We'll figure it out. Cam Cam was raised on a farm. He's he can do pretty much anything. None of it's correct. None of it's correct, but he can get it. But done. it all works. <laughs> In the end, that's what really matters. Does it does it accomplish the goal? Does it function the way yeah. that yeah? Does it serve its purpose? You want a fancy fix? Don't ask him. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. It's not I don't want to look fixed. pretty. I just want it to work. My exactly. dad's yeah. My dad. That's that's everything. It's not fancy. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I uh, we're, we've been recording for uh, getting close to an hour here. I can see the next yeah. storm coming through, and I'm about to lose my internet connection. So, uh, it makes um, sense. if it's all right with you guys, perhaps we can move into our po our, our weekly podcast challenge. Uh, Whatever that is, it sounds fun. I don't well, know. Well, in, in our podcast challenge, we usually challenge our listeners to to uh, to accomplish a goal, usually based on something that we've talked about in the episode, and okay. then share with us what they've done and how they've accomplished that goal. So, in like some it. cases, it's it's you know do an inventory of your preps, or um, my one of my big my big things, especially for new preppers, is is do a risk analysis and what's actually going to happen to you, and then mm. base your base your preps on that, or you know build like a wood that. gasifier and show us how you did that, right, or whatever it may be. Uh, and I think our I think a good challenge for this podcast is to find some Tashanka mm. and then prepare it in at least two yeah. different ways. And because, you know, I like random movie references, you try it with a nice Chianti. Mm. See how it goes. Yes. <laughs> it's really the best with eggs, like scrambled with eggs, eggs and Tashanka. Yeah. yeah. And okay. then you have to have hot sauce. You have to have some Cholula on there. I have a feeling that Tashanka is going to be difficult to obtain right now. Yeah, it's, yeah probably not easy to find. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> kind of think it's being utilized. <laughs> being being yeah, hoarded. Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, then that, that, like that, that just adds to the challenge. I like that it. That does add to the challenge. Get some Tashanka. <laughs> just getting it. Uh, well, uh, so that's yeah, that's that's uh, um, our, our our challenge. Um, also in the challenge, I did put the uh, the link to our Discord group, so uh, we would love to have you guys, have yeah, you guys join. Um, take a yeah, uh, we'll take a quick gander in there, and um, if there are topics that uh, topics that interest you in there, feel free to throw a note in. Uh, is there a wood gasifier? Uh, there topic? is, in fact. There's also <laughs> there's also a carbon monoxide topic. Uh, oh, yeah. Topic thread, like it's uh, no, it's it's uh, it's a very it's a it's a diverse. Um, it's a diverse group there, uh, awesome. but we have uh, you know coming up on 200, uh, 200 members there in the Discord that's, chat. That's sweet. I hope there's a new blood rain topic soon. That's what I think we we're gonna have there. to. I think, yeah. I think we're gonna have to. So we'll, we'll get it on. Uh, there. What do you know about we'll blood rain? We'll add that. Talk about blood rain, and mm -hmm. uh, hopefully, hopefully that's something that stays stays where it's uh, where it's not here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't think you guys can handle it. You got all you can handle right now. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I, I think I'm. I think I'm good with the stuff that we have. So, mm -hmm. um, we also usually we also usually talk about a deal of the week, something that we can find. Um, would it be okay 
if we throw your uh, throw your BattleBox code in, since BattleBox now ships to Canada, you said, Absolutely, and man. approximately fifty percent of our listeners are not Canadian. Mostly yeah, that's true. Beautiful. That's yes, true. absolutely. Is it alright if, right if I put that in there? And yes, what is that code? Uh, yeah, go to battlebox.com. Use our code Casual Preppers, and on your first order, you're gonna get a free knife. That's a whole knife just for free. You're gonna put it in your pocket, and you're gonna cut stuff with it. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> yourself, hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully not yourself. You're gonna I need that tourniquet. Have a, then you're gonna uh, have to practice those stitches. Yeah. yeah. Now pull that tourniquet super tight. Yeah. <laughs> Once it's tight, yeah, so more time. The same yep. day that I broke my ankle, I actually did stab myself in the finger with my uh, with my knife. Oh, oh, oh I've stabbed myself a million times. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I've got. Uh, well, that's that's the third scar in that particular that particular joint. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, just oh, yeah, a I'm big pretty, hard callus now. <laughs> it pretty much is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's uh, that's about, that's about all we've got for tonight. Um, cool. That's a huge awesome. Shout out, that's huge shout out to, uh, to to Cam and Kobe and Casual Preppers for coming on. We really appreciate that. Uh, this has been uh, like I, I was I was saying before the before we started broadcasting. I kind of I started listening to Casual Preppers in the Canadian Prepper podcast at the same time and um, ended up on one show and not the other. But it was. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you, you guys, you guys are you guys are a ton of fun. I really appreciate uh, really appreciate all the content you put out. I've learned a lot from you. Uh, Thank you. I, I know everybody that uh, everybody that listens has, and uh, the fact that you've been doing it for so long and you're 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 still still going strong on it is just uh, is just fantastic. I was actually listening to um, listening to the, the side benefits of of prepping the. Uh, well, yesterday I was listening to it last night while I was uh, uh, hobbling around trying to empty my dishwasher, which mm-hmm. takes a really long time when you can't walk. Um, everything takes I'm everything sure. takes forever. I just I blocked my one plate at a time. <laughs> pretty much, like I, you know, it's it's uh, it's it's um, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Uh, so with that, we'll bring the we'll bring this episode of the Canadian Prepper Podcast to the, to an end. You can find us on you can find the podcast on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. You can help us out and submit a review. We'd love to hear from us. It does help other people find us. Most of the time, not tonight, but most of the time, we do record these shows live on Facebook and YouTube, so you can get an early peek at us. Head a, hit us up on the YouTube channel, Canadian Prepper Podcast, and click that notifications tab when we're going live. Uh, if you want to reach me directly, you can get me at alan at prepperpodcast.ca. That's alan with one L. Scott, where can we find you? I'm not responsible enough to have my own email address, so feedback <laughs> at prepperpodcast.ca works just fine. <laughs> and Brad, where can we find you? That Brad. Batbrad cpp at gmail.com. And uh, <laughs> Cameron Kobe, is there a, what's, what's the best way for, for listeners to reach out to you if they want to find you? Uh, yeah, Casual Preppers Podcast at gmail.com. Casual Preppers Podcast at gmail.com. As we've been sitting here talking, guys, I've downloaded like 15 episodes of yours. Oh, man. <laughs> Did you get the yeah. alien one? Like a- yeah, go get that alien episode. That's Cam's favorite. Alien episode? Yeah, surviving aliens. It was like our Halloween episode, like one of our first. It's an early it probably, one. Yeah, well, we had zombies in the second year, so it was a long time ago. And what? Uh, what's what's you, you mentioned before we started? You mentioned TikTok. What's your uh, what's your TikTok name? Is it just? Uh, I think it's just at Casual Preppers Podcast. Hell, I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. Find you. Shouldn't be hard to find. We can find. Can you guys on Instagram too? We are yes. Instagram, TikTok, anywhere else we can find you. I know you're on Facebook. On Facebook, all right. Mm-hmm. That's still a thing. Yeah, yeah, they still have it here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Facebook, anywhere. MySpace, we're on MySpace as well. 
<laughs> Slowly going the way of the oh, photo. Now you're, now you're talking my language. <laughs> uh, back in my day. We- back in my day. <laughs> so that, that was, that was a, that was a, that was a, that, Back in back in Scott's day, there was there was a specific Morse code shorthand for oh yeah for Canadian peppers. Yeah. Nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and as always, you can you can reach you can also reach out to us feedback at prepperpodcast.ca. Uh, do check out rapidsurvival.com and uh, go. You can you can reach Eric there. He's usually on the live chat. Um, until next time, thanks for joining us. Be prepared. Stay safe. And keep learning. <laughs> <laughs>